Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Boards. My name is Kenny Stubblefield, lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. And man, it is exciting because we not only do we have a guy that has been described in this offseason as phenomenal multiple times by multiple different people, but he's also a native Memphian. We got Cormonte Hamilton on the on the podcast today. What's up, bro? What's going on? How you doing? Man, it is a pleasure to have you on, man. It is a pleasure. Like I said just a few minutes ago, um, people have been talking about you a lot this offseason, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. The word phenomenal has been used to describe you multiple times, even today by Coach Ryan Silverfield and the media availability. How has this training camp been for you? Has it been phenomenal? Uh, this this training camp has been phenomenal to me. Um, this to you know, be a part of Memphis Tigers and, you know, having a new, I mean, you know, coming from Ohio State to come to a new school, uh, just with me just having the motivation and the determination with me to, you know, succeed and get everything that I want to, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing playing with these guys and uh, once again being a part of this team. How is it being back home? Has it been nice to be able to eat maybe some home-cooked meals Maybe see some family and some friends. Has it been nice to be back home? Uh, it has. It has been nice. I mean, I almost see my mom and dad. I mean, once I leave the facility, I come stop by their house. You know, fifteen minutes away from the facility. So, uh, I mean, it's good seeing the smiles on their face and you know seeing my nephews and once again seeing seeing family. It's, it feels uh it feels great to be back home. All your nephews are like Uncle Cormonte's home. We get to see him, right? <laughs> Yes, sir. Uncle Tay Tay. Tay Tay, is that what they call you? I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yes, sir. I like it. I like listen, there's only a few certain people that can have those kinds of nicknames for you. It's your kids and your nephews <laughs> and your nieces. That's it, right? That's all. The Tay Tay, that's all. The kids, nephews, and, and maybe nieces. You know? Does anybody else get to call you Tay? What if what if one of your teammates called you Tay Tay? <laughs> Tay Tay, I I'll probably tell them, you know, chill out, relax. You can say Tay. Hey, relax. <laughs> They relax, they relax. But no, Tay Tay is fine. Tay, Tay, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain or trip about it. <laughs> so, man, there's only 18 days left before your first game with the Tigers. How excited are you to be able to put on that blue and gray and get out there and and play with the hometown team? I mean, honestly, honestly, I, I can't wait, man. It's uh, I mean, I thought about it multiple times. Actually, you know, once I made the decision to come to Memphis and, you know, play. I mean, I thought about it multiple times and 
you know, pictured and viewed me being out, you know, on that in the Liberty Bowl with with this a lot of support system with, with my, my brothers now, you know, Memphis Tigers, man. So, I mean, like I said, just the thought process of just seeing myself out there with, once again, a lot of people maybe I know and just being around with the team. I mean, I'm very excited to get it kick-started out there. So, obviously, there's, you know, your story has a lot of uh, twists and turns to it. Um, you know, coming from Whitehaven High School, uh, being recruited. I mean, I've, I, looking at your at your offers list was looking at, like, the who's who of college football. Um, and obviously you spent three years in Ohio State. And, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time about, like, during your time at Ohio State, but I do have some questions for you about that time, if you're cool with that. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Um, so I'm sure you've been asked this question like a hundred billion times already, but you got to tell me the story about you traveling 12 hours on a Greyhound bus to get to Ohio state training camp or not training camp, but, uh, a camp, um, as a high schooler, you got to tell me that story, man. How did that come about? Um, so I mean, during this time, my senior year, I was uh, getting, once again, like I said, recruited from all over. And um, I um, spoke with Coach Kevin Wilson, and he wanted to see me, you know, in person with this moving and wanted me to come up for the Friday night, you know, camp. So I, you know, told my mom about it. And uh, she said, you know, we'll talk about that at the end of the week because, like, once again, she was working a lot and we didn't probably have a way for me to get up there. So... I mean, we tried to find out so many different uh, situations and figure out things of how can I get out there? You know, by this time I'm young, I didn't have a car, so I couldn't just drive out there, you know, as normal. So, I mean, we looked, and the best best thing was to take a Greyhound bus. And uh, one thing she told me was, we can take a Greyhound bus, but the thing about it is I won't be with you. So, you know, uh, this is a part of life. So, growing up, you know, just told me to pray about it, you know, and as I thought about it, I said, okay, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I was determined to go up there and just showcase my talent, showcase that, you know, I, I want what I want, which is, you know, getting an offer from them and showing that I am a good athlete. So I took that Greyhound bus and honestly, I really can't think about, you know, my thoughts during this time, um, during this going up for the camp. And I mean, I had a lot of stops being on the bus for hours. And I really forgot about my, my thought process, but I know I just I really did it and just kept my headphones in my in my ears, seeing a lot of things. Once again, as a young as a young kid, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, but I, I never was, you know, once scared, you know, I always had the determined determination mindset. So that's what I just took with me. And uh I mean I did it. I did it. It was it was a crazy experience. I mean, like I said, once I got finally got to Columbus. A little incident happened um, outside of the Greyhound uh, bus station, and I mean, I'm young. I didn't. It was like, like it was people just like fights breaking out. You know, a guy come getting out the car and fights breaking out. So, I mean, I stayed inside and you know called one of the guys that was supposed to pick me up and told him, you know, hey, I'm I arrived, but I'm not coming outside because I see you know things that's happening out there. So, uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, that was that was that so i mean that took the decision to go up there obviously as a 17 18 year old kid to get up there was i mean that took a lot of guts right like a lot of 
a lot of fortitude that a lot of kids your age probably wouldn't have had at that time. Like, you know, you look at a situation like that and you go, um, man, that am I going to, am I willing to put myself out there like that? But have you always been, I mean, to me that just reeks of confidence, right? Like confidence in as long as I can get myself in front of them, they will see what I know about myself. Is that, is that a confidence that you've always had in yourself to that? If you just put yourself out there that, that, that people will see you the way that you know you are. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, um, yeah, most definitely the confidence, and also it just comes off of just me being, you know, the determination I have within myself, you know, proving for one to myself, and then also to prove to others that I can do it, you know. So, uh, I mean, that was my mindset. I mean, it was I'm not gonna say it was, you know, difficult to get that offer, but I mean, it was, they didn't come to see me play. Uh, no game in my high school career and only time that I had a shot was to showcase my talent and uh, I knew that the mindset I had going up there was I'm going to showcase my talent I'm going to get this offer to you know prove to myself that I'm 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 worth it you know prove to myself that I can do it you know no matter what you know others may thought or may may think so I mean I've I've always have had that confident mindset and the determination within myself do you think that 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 confidence and that that decision to go up there like that relayed a message to the coaches up there that yo like this is like I might not be I have the skill set I'm I'm talented enough there's a lot of room to grow there's a lot of things that I can do to get better but to, do you think that that showed them like the mentality and the drive to to say you're not only going to get a kid who who has the confidence and the guts to to travel at that that kind of distance on a Greyhound bus? You're getting a kid who's willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. Most definitely, right? Um, yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think I think that did you know that showed you know them a lot. Just a, a per, the type of person I am, without even knowing me, you know, without even getting to know me fully until I got there, you know, just to see that okay, like you just said, this kid who's young, just took this hour bus drive just to show, you know, he's 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 good enough that, that he can get this off, but that he can play at the Ohio State University. So uh, I think this with my actions of taking that, you know, trip did show the coaches, you know, a lot with my character without even once again finding and knowing about me even more. So you during your time there, you also had a position change, right? Like you went in there as a tight end and – um, after your redshirt freshman year, um, you transitioned to play defensive lineman for Ohio State. What was that transition like for you? I mean, it's a completely different position. Like, was there a the conversation of of like, hey, we know you, we can get you to where you need to be? Like, was there any hesitation on your part to make that transition in terms of position changes? Um, it really wasn't. Um. It was, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I mean, it's, I'm, it's crazy how it all happened. So uh, when I first got there my freshman year, once again, when she said it, I became a tight end. And uh, just the guys that we had on defense, you know, Chase Young, you know, you had the Jeff Okuda, had a great defensive, offensive line, uh, great defensive line and the secondary, like everybody on defense made defense something you wanted to play. And once again, I didn't uh, – I didn't play a little bit my first year just because of a hamstring tear. And like I said, just the guys that we had on defense made me want to play defense. So, wow. Wow. so I was I was thinking to myself and like, you know, I came up here to play tight end, but like I got the 
a little feeling to want to play defense. And I'm so what I did, I, I prayed. Like I literally I went to my dorm room one night and I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed because like I was feeling I had just mo- mixed mo- mixed emotions on sticking to tight end or going to defense. Never really knew a lick of defense, but just the just like I said, just what was going on in that defensive side made me want to play defense. And um, like I said, I prayed. So I want to say it was, it was off season. And uh, Coach Ryan Day uh, called me to his office. And, uh, you know, we sat down and we talked. And he said uh, – he brought up an option. He said, hey, come on, tell you, um, you, you have a, a nice, you know, nice size and you're very athletic. And I feel like you can, you know, be a pretty good defensive end. But, you know, I'm not going to force it on you. So it's your decision. You know, if you want to stay at tight end, you can stay stay at tight end. Or if you want to go to defense, you know, you can go to defense. Or if you want to go to defense and still play tight end, like we can we can do that as well, you know. But I'm, I'm whatever you want to do, we can do it. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. You know, let me – just give me a – just give me about a night, you know, just to think about that again and uh, I'll, you know, get back with you. Once again, that night happened and it was like, you know, why am I – why am I kind of second-guessing myself when really, you know, I, I prayed about this, you feel me? So it, it, it came, and, you know, what I said, since I prayed about this, I already had a, a feeling to go to defense, you know, and the opportunity just came to me as an option, so why not take this defense? Although, like I said, my heart was really at tight end, I mean, just because I know how good of a tight end I am, but like I said, a little bit of me just wanted to go to defense, so I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. You know, I prayed about it. I, an opportunity came. It wasn't even pushed to me to go to defense. Just an opportunity came that I could, you know, decide. So I, um, next day, called my mom, let her know what was going on. And, you know, she told me to, you know, be, be into it, whatever it is. Once you, once you make this decision, dedicate it, you know, give it everything I got. And, um, that's what I did. I came back the next morning and told Coach Day, you know, hey, I'll, I'll be on the defensive side and, you know, do whatever it takes just to learn and, you know, pick up and gain any knowledge and anything that I need to be a good defensive end. Do you regret that decision at all? Do you wish you – I mean, everybody, the, the the offensive side of the ball, man, that's the moneymaker, right? I mean, that's no, where definitely. that's where all the highlights are, right? Except for if you're Chase Young on defense. But um, do you ever regret that decision? Yeah. Hey, um. Right now, no. I mean, right now, I still, you know, wish I can go out and catch routes, you know, catch the ball. But right now, um, I don't regret it at all. I did have uh, mixed emotions as well. This sec- my second year, my third year, because once again, I'm learning defense and I wasn't the best of how I knew I could be, you know. So when it came, when it came to me not being successful at pass rushing, I mean, I had thoughts of this giving up on defensive end and going back to something that I was co- more comfortable with. Like I said, I, I you know, talked to God a lot, talked to myself and, you know, understood that, you know, to be able to get comfortable at it, to be able to get comfortable at something else, I got to first go through the uncomfortable, uncomfortable spot. So the uncomfortable spot for me was not being a good pass rusher at defensive end where that's really, really where you get, you know, the money, at. you know, the money down, you're a defensive end, we get sacked, you know, so for me not being as good as people that one that was around me and for people that I've seen, I mean, that was very, you know, hard, you know, hard to get my, my, my mind around. Like I said, during those moments, that's when I did want to 
say, forget it, man. I'm going to go back to tight end, something that I'm more comfortable with, something that I know that I can, you know, do good at. But, you know, instead I told myself, you know, the same way that, you know, I got offered at tight end and the same way that I became a good tight end is the same way I got to do to be a good defensive end. And what that is was doing extra work, you know, instead of leaving practice, knowing that I could get some extra work, how about stay after practice to work on my pass so I can get better. So it's really just putting in that extra work that I did when I was a tight end at defensive end, you know, instead of just complaining and wanting to go back to something that was way more comfortable to me, you know, so I had to just talk to myself about that. And that's how I really got through my two and third year. Like I said, by the, by the time I seen the progression of my pass rush, the progression of uh, locking out, you know, 300 pounder tackles, you know, you know, so, I mean, it was, it was, it was a tough transition. Don't get me wrong. Because once in the comfortable mindset that I had on tight end, so. Well, you definitely don't seem to be the kind of guy that's afraid of of hard things, right? Like transitioning, like traveling twelve hours on a bus to Columbus, changing positions in the middle of your college career. You definitely don't seem to be the kind of guy that's like, you know what, man, this is too difficult. I don't want to do this anymore. You're like, no, bro. Like, I'm gonna grind and I'm gonna put my foot down and I'm gonna make it happen. No, definitely not. And, and literally, that's that's what it was. I mean, that's what it was. Long, long talks with, you know, not only myself. Once again, I'm going to continue to, you know, say God and just with the people that, that supported me and that was around me. You know, just have to get myself through those, you know, difficulty times when I, once again, wanted to rely back on tight end after I made the decision to, you know, go to defense, you know. When did you finally realize that you got it on defense? That you were like – Oh, I got this now. Like I, I, I understand this position better now. Giannis, uh, man, that's uh, that's a good question. Um, if I honestly can say it, uh, I can, I can say now, and I say that because as I was going through the transfer portal, that's that was another time where I was trying to flee away from defensive end. Uh, I know I, I posted some on Instagram, I mean, on Twitter, you know, about me just uh, doing little cone drills. Once again, I was determined to go back to uh, tight end. I, I didn't want to do defense anymore. Uh, and that was just because of the, once again, the, um, the thoughts that was going in my head of not being as good as I can be. But uh, so, yeah, really, really right now, right now was the moment. If this moment is where I feel like I can be a good defensive end. You know, I had to just dedicate it. And once again, like the motto at uh, Memphis is all in. And once I came to Memphis and seen all in, like, I didn't even know what the letters meant being all in. But, like, just seeing all in just, like, stuck out to me. And I had, once I seen it, I was like, man, like, that's my motto for the year, being all in. Because if I'm all in with being a defensive end, like, I'm going to do everything it takes to be the best defensive end that I can be. You know, without having any second guesses, you know, without thinking about tight end, you know. So that's why I said this year is the year because now I'm not even really focusing on tight end. How I was my second year of being a defensive end. I mean, my first year and my second year of being a defensive end. You know, right now I'm not even worried about being a tight end. Yeah, you know, if I go out and catch a pass, like I'd love to do so. But right now I'm not even trying to think about the tight end mindset right now. I'm thinking about trying to 
first off, locked in on, on defensive end and once again being the best defensive end that I can be, that I know I can be. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Obviously, when you entered the transfer portal, <clears throat> I know most, most Memphis fans saw your name in the transfer portal and were like, ooh, if we could get Cormonte home, right? Like, that was a a, a a common theme. And I think most people were like, probably not going to happen, but if we can get him home, that would be great. Um, can you tell us how the conversations mm-hmm. with the Memphis staff went and ultimately, like, what was your, your decision? What What made you make the decision to come back to Memphis and play for your hometown school? Um, once again, I'm going to start off with just to talk the conversation with God again. Because uh, like I said, I was head on with being a tight end and uh, Coach Coach uh, Silverfield and um, Coach Barnes, the coach that left Ohio State that came defense coordinator here now, I know they reached out to me and um, – once again, I thought they wanted me at tight end. So, like, if that's what they wanted me to be, I was going to, like, instantly, you know, make that be the decision. But they wanted me to play defense, and I was, I was once again, pretty hesitant. I was pretty, pretty hesitant because I didn't want to play defense. So, I mean, really, Memphis was really off my off, off the board at, at the time. Uh, I wasn't thinking about Memphis at all. I'm telling coach, you know, like, I want to play, I want to play tight end, coach. You know, I had conversations with, you know, Barnes about how Barnes, you know, told me, like, he's seen me at Ohio State, you know, make plays, you know, run to the ball and telling me how good of a defensive end that I can be. You know, same with uh, Coach Silverfield. So, I prayed again, and my the same motto that I said was the, um, the uncomfort, you know, telling myself, like, I'm uncomfortable at this position, but I, it's a way that I can make this uncomfortable situation be comfortable. You know, and knowing that I can do it and knowing that I have support with me doing this. And once again, you know, having family here in Memphis coming up on my, this is my fourth year in school. I was like, you know what, put my ego, put my ego to the side. 
let's lock in and let's let's get this going. And you know, I text Coach uh, Southfield and I told him, you know, this is going to be home. You know, this is going to be home. And <laughs> once once that happened, other schools was hit me up about tight end. So I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, leave, leave me alone. I didn't tell them that, but then my mom like, leave, leave me alone. I, I didn't already committed myself to, to the Tiger. Like I said, it's hometown, and, and I, I know that, you know, we are going to be able to do some great things here. You know, and once again, I, you know, I just thought about being home and being, being close to family. And once, once again, once I made that commitment, it was like I'm, I'm set. You know, ain't no need to once again second guess myself. So you got to tell me, man, like what was it like the first time you met Coach Pope? Coach Kyle Pope, the defensive line coach, was everybody knows Coach Pope, and he, he is an energetic dude. Got a got a. My God, yes. He's the guy that that you you talk to and you feel like you want to run through a brick wall for. Um, <laughs> tell me about tell me about the first time you met Coach Pope, and was he? I mean, did he like kind of help get rid of some of that uneasiness about playing, still playing defense? Um, so actually, really, nobody really knew about uh, you know, the, the the thought of me. Well, I don't think Coach Pope knew about me having the feeling to play tight end instead of defense. But uh, when I first met Coach Pope, I mean, he was he was quiet a little bit. You know, I didn't I didn't really get it when I first met him. I didn't get his energy that I see now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he was quiet. I, I, I felt like he had a little, a little uh, edge to him. I knew he had a little edge to him. You know, other guys on the team, you know, told me about how good of uh, a coach he was and, um, you know, how, how energetic he was. And like I said, he was, he was quiet when I first met him, you know, but, you know, he told me to just, you know, we, we ended together, you know, so, you know, lock in and any, if there's anything that I need, you know, he, he's here for us. Like I said, now, you know, as we've been going through fall camp and also during the spring, you know, spring practices, uh, spring off-season workouts that we was having, summer, my fault, summer off-season workouts we was having, that's when I started, you know, seeing, you know, Coach Pope, who, who everybody said Coach Pope was. And uh, I really, I, I, I like that, you know, just to bring the energy up in the room. Like that guy, Coach Pope, is an amazing coach. Like literally, like, like I said, brings the energy up in the room with everybody, you know, just off his his words, you know, he he, got, he speaks he speaks power. I'll say, and it's crazy, you know. Me and Coach Pope got the uh, same birthday. We, we oh wow! The, yeah, coming to that, we got the same birthday. So one of the things that is, you know, I've had the opportunity to interview quite a few players over the last few months. Um, it, we even did an interview at Go Tigers two four seven with Coach Pope, and um, one of the main themes that has been coming out a lot with players and with the coaches is this like supreme dedication to growing not just the skill set physically but the mental side of the game is that something that that you've noticed too that they put a lot of emphasis on that it's that it's it's we want you to be as physically gifted as possible but we also want you as a player as a man to be mentally strong as well oh uh, yeah most definitely most definitely especially during these um but during camp, we do uh, developmental focus. And um, pretty much, I mean, we talk about these days, we talk about life as, as once, like you just said, being a man and, and, you know, facing, you know, adversity when it comes. And also we kind of go back to different days, go to football. And, you know, outside of the physical part, 
it's just it's just about knowing the game. You know, like you said, knowing the game, uh, being able to on the field play faster. You know, just really a real technician. And you know, I see that from Coach Pope one and the defense lineman to be uh, really the best. You know, the best at what we do, being able to see things fast, see things quick. You know, and then once again, when we turn it on, when we turn football off and talk about life, is like once again about being the best man that you can be, you know, uh, being disciplined, being consistent, you know, not only in football, in the facility, but outside of football with our careers, with our goals, with schoolwork, you know, being an actual student athlete. So uh, I have seen that from Coach Polter. And uh, I just say, I mean, he's everything. I From what I what I see, I feel like everything he do, you know, comes from the heart, you know, comes from the heart, comes from wanting us to be the best, you know, also seeing that we can be great, and that's all he wants out of us, you know, for us to be great, for us to, you know, overcome those negative thoughts within ourselves that we may feel like, you know, we can't do it or we're not enough. You know, he wants us, he wants to bring that out of all of us. So uh, I can't say that about Coach Pope. So the, the Tigers' defense is, you know, it's a it's a veteran group of guys that are that are playing on the defense this year. Um especially on the defensive line. I mean, you've got guys who have been here for four or five years. You've got Wardalis and you've got Jalen that have been playing for, you know, for a long time here at the University of Memphis. Um, But there also seems to be an influx of some young talent as well, specifically the names that I'm hearing. Um, And and I know know you're not a new – I know you're not a a young guy, but in terms of newcomer to the team – um, I, hearing hearing your name, hearing Cam Jackson's name, Zy Brockington's name, is guys that are are going to be very key to um, the defensive line being effective this year. I wanted to ask you about like what I I know that the defense you've got eleven guys on the field at 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 any given time, and everybody has to play and and fulfill their role for the defense to be successful, but. For you as somebody who has been playing defensive end now for, you know, multiple years, um, coming into uh, this year playing for the University of Memphis, how important is the defensive line and you guys doing what you do, creating chaos um, in the backfield, um, you know, stuff in the run, getting to the quarterback, how important is that to the success of the of the Tigers defense this year? Um, I mean, that's that's the key. I mean, that's pretty much what we what, what, what we start off with. You know, Coach Pope say, I mean, first thing we're going to be able to do is stop the run. You know what I'm saying? So with everybody, like you just named some some very talented guys, I feel like everybody on our defense is talented and, and, and can ball. So, I mean, like I said, that's the main important thing is that we're working on just stopping the run, you know, being the best defensive team, you know, being a unit, you know, being able to play together. You know, and stopping, like you just said, you know, being in the backfield. So making chaos on a, on a, on a line of scrimmage, making chaos in the four quarterback or whatever the case may be. And uh, like I said, that's the, that's our main focus. You know, and that's what we kind of focus on uh, right now. We just you know being able to play together, and you know every day we go out there and compete. You know, compete against you know each other, compete against compete against the offense. You know, just so that when that first game, you know. On September the third, you know, show that we are the best defense, you know, there is. So, so I know a lot of Tigers fans have questions about um, about Matt Barnes as the new defensive coordinator at the University of Memphis. Um, you know, him coming from Ohio State, 
um, and and becoming a defense uh, full time defensive coordinator for the first time in his career. Um, as somebody who has played underneath him, I know he was the interim defensive coordinator last year for the last part of the year at Ohio State. Um, what what we we've we've had the chance to experience Coach Barnes, and it just seems extremely high energy. Um, attention to detail seems to be the, the what we see. Is that what we can expect? Like, is that what you, as somebody who's played underneath him at Ohio State and now as a defensive player at the University of Memphis, is that what we can expect from Coach Barnes? Like, what kind of guy is he? Most definitely. You can, what you can expect from Coach Barnes day in and day out, every single day, is high energy. You know, Coach, Coach, Coach Barnes isn't no quiet guy. Coach Barnes, every day he's going to pour out his heart to us, his love of the game, his love for us every single day. So, I mean, Coach Barnes is a is – a, is a, other than, you know, Coach, like you spoke about, Coach Pope being an energetic guy as well on defense. Coach With Coach Barnes, with Coach Pope, I mean, it's going to be amazing on defense because, once again, Coach, Coach Barnes brings that – I mean, brings the juice, like I said, every day, even – on days, like I said, during camp, you know, you got long days and Coach Barnes brings it. I mean, from the morning to the end, you know, and, and he, he don't stop. He don't be quiet. He don't stop. He bring he brings everything he got. And, you know, for me, what I see from Coach Barnes is it shows, once again, you know, how much, you know, love he got, you know, for the game. And once again, like you just stated, I was with him at Ohio State. And once again, now he's taking on a bigger role with being a defensive coordinator, you know, something that he's always wanted to be. And, uh, you know, I feel like it just ramped him up a little bit more, more than it was at Ohio State just because of the role that he took on. So uh, every day, I mean, every day, every game day, just expect Coach Barnes to give us, once again, everything he got poured to us with, with high energy and, 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 and give it all to us, every, like I said, day in and day out. So are you excited to be able to run on the field at, Liberty, at the Liberty Bowl and the first time you make a tackle, make a sack, do whatever, be able to point out to your family, say, hey, we're all here. We got it. We're back here now. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I can't. I can't. I literally can't wait for that moment. I mean, I can't wait for that moment. I mean, can't wait. I mean, that's all I can really say at this moment. I can't wait for that moment. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to even, you know, I couldn't wait for fall camp to, to be able to put on, you know, that, that blue you know, that, that white and blue, man, and, and support this home, this home, my hometown. I mean, to me, it feels amazing. And, and right now, like I said, it's like, a, you know, chip on my shoulder, you know, an edge for me to, you know, give it every, give it all I got. You know, it's like I put the city on my back in a way, you know, not, not in no cocky way, but like this, just humble, you know, because I know, like I said, this is, this is home for me. And I know it's a lot of people out there, you know, that's, that's watching, that's watching me, that's looking up to me. And, you know, now I'm, I'm back home and, I'm doing something once again that I love, you know, but now it's doing something that I love in my hometown. So once again, playing and every day carrying that chip on my shoulder, and, you know, wanting to be the best that I can be. It's crazy, right? When we're young, all we want to do is get out of home, right? Like we want to leave home, spread our wings and fly a little bit. But we always, it's always nice to come back home, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, I got a few more questions for you from the fans. They want to get to know uh, Cormonte just a little bit more, um, non-football related. Um, first question is this. What is 
what what was the first meal that you had when you got back to Memphis? What restaurant, what what first meal did you have when you got back to Memphis? You're like, this is the place that I gotta go back to when I come home. First place I first place I went to when I came back home was uh Country Kitchen. It's a soul food, soul food spot out here in Whitehaven, um, just about eight minutes from Whitehaven High School. And uh I would say the best soul food in Memphis. Um, so once I got back, that's the first place I went to. And uh, what I get, I got me some, had to get the yams. Yams is key. Yams is the number one thing when it yams comes to key. soul food. Yams are key. Yams are key. Yams and uh, baked, baked chicken and some, some collard greens. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Have you had a chance to take any of the non-Memphis football players to Country Kitchen yet? Have you shown them, hey, listen, this is Memphis soul food for you? See, see, not yet. I know uh, I told Duck, uh, Wardalis, I told him um, I told him about the little soul food spot. I told him we got we to gotta go there one day. But I haven't, I haven't uh, yet told, you know, gathered my team, my teammates to come to Country so, Kitchen. But one day I will. One day I will. You know who you need to introduce to the soul food? You need to introduce introduce Jeff Canton to the soul food. He's up from he's up in Canada. He 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 doesn't understand soul food the way that you do. Oh, uh, Je- Jeff! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff! Oh uh, yeah, Jeff. yeah. I gotta Jeff got to get a, a good experience of what soul food tastes like out here in the south. There you go. All right, another question for you: If you could only watch one movie. And listen to one album for the rest of your life. What would it be? Only one movie and one album for the rest of your life. One movie and one album for the rest of my life. One movie. I probably got to go with Life, <laughs> a movie called Life with uh Bernie Mac, uh Eddie Murphy, all them guys. Man, that I like. I'm a I'm a comedian comedian type of guy, so I like funny stuff, comedy guy. So there's only uh, one other person. Number one movie. There's only been one other person that's mentioned life in this, in, in all of the episodes that I've done with players. You know who that person was? Who was that? Or Dallas Ducksworth, baby. <laughs> uh, I think, hey, uh, Dallas, he's from um, Mississippi, so that's probably, uh, that's, that's probably why. You know, that's probably his number one, like you said, number one movie. I think it that is. was uh, based off in Mississippi. Low-key, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. Like, no, nah, seriously. Seriously, we talk about it. It's, it's a couple guys we talked about it these past couple of days about going uh, finding a way to watch that again because it's hard to really find it on certain um, movie apps we have now. I saw that uh, we were in the we were in the facility today, and I saw y'all had all those chairs lined up underneath that big TV in the facility. I'm like, man, y'all should be doing movie nights in there or something. <laughs> and we talked about it. we talked about having a movie night or having a game night. You know, putting up. Uh, a video game on that on that you know top screen and you know just could you imagine playing two K on that screen? Yeah, not even two K. We gonna we gonna pull out Madden. Oh, you all I, Madden. I can imagine playing. Yeah, we going going Madden. Got to play Madden. Who's your team <laughs> in Madden? Who do you play with? See everybody. Gonna, everybody gonna when I say this, everybody gonna say something about it. I play with the Bucks, and it's not. <laughs> of you course, know, you not play about, with the Bucks. Of course, you play with the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> once they start talking about the Bucks, then I I go with the uh, I go get the Vikings, uh, either the Bucks or the Vikings. But 
I'm not. I'm a. I'm a pocket passer when it comes to Madden. I don't like really scrambling. So even you like, uh, I got to go with the Bucks. But you like you like playing with Kirk Cousins. And I don't know about that, man. Is that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, and I really like running with Cook. You know, my I'm gotcha. pretty shifty on pick, so you know what I'm saying. I I feel like I'm a running back in the game when I'm playing Madden. So. There you go. All right, what's your album? What's an album you're going to listen to for the rest of your life? Man, an album I can listen to for the rest of my life? Uh, that's tough. Uh, culture, I think it's Culture 3 by uh, the Migos. Oh, yeah. The last, the last mixtape with, um, with Straightening, Modern Day. Mm-hmm. That, that last mixtape that just came out, I think I can, uh, I, I can rock that for the, yep. rest of my, for the rest of my life, most definitely. Migos is Migos is fire, man. Um, hey, me. Last question for you: How do you decompress from football? What's a hobby you're into? Um, how do I decompress from football? Um, read the Bible. Um, I try to read read uh, a chapter, almost a chapter or two a day, uh, to get my mind once again really off football. You know, so put my phone down. Once again, put the iPad down. I try to think about football. I try to uh, read the Bible. And if I'm not doing that, I'm, you know, probably uh, playing the game, playing the game, playing Madden. That's the only game I play. Play Madden against uh, my friends or some people back, uh, former teammates. And, I mean, that's, that's, that's about it. Other than helping, you know, volunteer, I, I like to volunteer as well. I'm very – I think I'm a – well, I know I like, I like helping people. So, when it comes to – volunteering or you know doing something for others like i i mean i'll do that you know instantly and like it, it's amazing to be back home and being able to you know do stuff for the community with the memphis tigers i mean that's something that i always wanted to do was get back to memphis you know get back to the community once you know i reached a level i wanted to reach but right now i'm here in memphis at a level where i can be able to do that so every you know chance we get when anything volunteer wise you know come about uh I just I take on that role, and I love once again the love to get back to the community, love to help others. I mean, that's I care for others, so that's that's why that's my main thing. That's a beautiful thing, man. Like I, you know, you you being from Memphis, you being a native Memphian, and being able to, um, you know, go in and and speak to young kids, you know, work with young kids. And I saw the uh, the football team out there helping out with the. Um, I think it was the Youth Villages kids a few weeks ago at the facility, you know, doing kind of a little football camp with them. And and I'm like, man, how cool must it be? And I'm sure it's even more so for you as somebody who's from the city. Like, How cool would it be in 10 years, a young freshman at the University of Memphis, a young boy comes up and he's like, man, I, w- I decided I want to play for the University of Memphis because Cormonte Hamilton was, you know, came and saw me when I was eight years old and showed me you know what it's like like showed me what it means to be a football player and be a good person like how cool would that be i mean now now i mean now make my day whatever happened in that day and i will see here that i'll over overcome anything that happened in my day i mean that means that means a lot to me uh because once again i was once once i look back and say i was once you know their ages and once looked up to you know people you know so for them to say that i mean you know i did my part in this world, you know, so that would feel amazing to me. That's beautiful. Listen, Cormonte, thank you, man. I really, like I said, I appreciate you. I know you got a lot going on right now. I appreciate you joining me. And I know, man, like 
it just it feels a bit different talking to you because you're from this city, man. You grew up here. You understand this city. Um, and to know that you came back and you're putting on that blue and gray and you're going to represent this city um, this year is just exciting. And I know Tiger fans are going to be extremely excited to cheer you on, man. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, you know, the impact you make on the field, the impacts you're making off the field. Just really, really, man, it's it's good to have you back here in, in, in the city, man. Yes, sir. I really, I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, listen, man, thank you again. And uh, have a good rest of your fall camp. And let's go to Starkville and put, put, a, put a hurting on some Bulldogs, man. Hey, yes. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's all be in. Yes, sir. Let's go. Go, Tigers, go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!